Thank you for listening to this free audiobook created by Project Gutenberg and Microsoft AI. To learn more about the project or give feedback on the quality of a recording, please visit aka.ms/audiobook. Old Jabe's Marital Experiments by Thomas Nelson Page Charles Scribner's Sons New York, 1908 copyright, 1891, 1904, 1906. Old Jabe belonged to the Merriweathers, a fact which he never forgot or allowed anyone else to forget, and on this he traded as a capital, which paid him many dividends of one kind or another, among them being a dividend in wives. How many wives he had had no one knew, and Jabe's own account was incredible. It would have eclipsed Henry VIII and Bluebeard. But making all due allowance for his arithmetic, he must have run these worthies a close second. He had not been especially good, hand, before the war, and was generally on unfriendly terms with the overseers. They used to say that he was a slick-tongued loafer and the laziest nigger on the place. But Jabe declared, in defiance, that he had been on the plantation before any overseer ever put his foot there and he would outstay the last one of them all, which, indeed, proved to be true. The overseers disappeared with the end of slavery, but Jabe remained, slick-tongued, oily, and humorous, as before. When, at the close of the war, the other Negroes moved away, Jabez, after a brief outing, took up a few acres on the far edge of the plantation, several miles from the house, and settled down to spend the rest of his days on what he called his place. In such ease as constant application to his old mistress for aid and a frequently renewed supply of wives could give. Jabe's idea of emancipation was somewhat one-sided. He had all the privileges of a freedman, but lost none of a slave. He was free, but his master's condition remained unchanged. He still had to support him, when Jabez chose to call on him, and Jabez chose to call often. Yef I don't come to you, who is I got to go to? he demanded. This was admitted to be a valid argument, and Jabez lived, if not on the fat of the land, at least on the fat of his former mistress's kitchen, with such aid as his current wife could furnish. He had had several wives before the war, and was reputed to be none too good to them, a fact which was known at home only on hearsay, for he always took his wives from plantations at a distance from his home. The overseers said that he did this so that he could get off to go to his wife's house, and thus shirk work. The other servants said it was because the women did not know him so well as those at home, and he could leave them when he chose. Jabez assigned a different reason. It don do to have your wife live too nigh to you, she all want to know too much about you, and you can't never get away from her. A bit of philosophy the soundness of which must be left to married men. However it was, his reputation did not interfere with his ability to procure a new wife as often as occasion arose. With Jabez the supply was ever equal to the demand. Mrs. Merriweather, his old mistress, was just telling me of him one day in reply to a question of mine as to what had become of him, for I had known him before the war. Oh, he is living still, and he bids fair to outlast the whole colored female sex. He is a perfect bluebeard. He has had I do not know how many wives and I heard that his last wife was sick. They sent for my son, Douglas, the doctor, not long ago to see her. However, I hope she is better as he has not been sent for again. At this moment, by coincidence, the name of Jabez was brought in by a maid. UNC Jabez M.M.
That was all. But the tone and the manner of the maid told that Jabez was a person of note with the messenger. Every movement and glance were self-conscious. That old. He is a nuisance. What does he want now? Is his wife worse, or is he after a new one? I-D-N-K-N-M-M, said the maid, sheepishly, twisting her body and looking away, to appear unconcerned. Would and tell me. He ain't after me. Well, tell him to go to the kitchen till I send for him. Or wait, if his wife has gone, he'll be courting the cook if I send him to the kitchen. And I don't want to lose her just now. Tell him to come to the door. Yes, M. The maid gave a half-suppressed giggle, which almost became an explosion as she said something to herself and closed the door. It sounded like, dressed up mightly, setting up to de cook now, I believe. There was a slow, heavy step without, and a knock at the back door, and on a call from his mistress, Jabez entered, bowing low, very pompous and serious. He was a curious mixture of assurance and conciliation, as he stood there, hat in hand. He was tall and black and bald, with white side whiskers cut very short, and a rim of white wool around his head. He was dressed in an old black coat, and held in his hand an ancient beaver hat around which was a piece of rusty crepe. Well, Jabez, said his mistress, after the salutations were over, how are you getting along? Well, mistress, not very well, not at all well, ma'am. Had mighty bad luck. About my wife. He added, explanatorily. He pulled down his lips and looked the picture of solemnity. I saw from Mrs. Merriweather's mystified look that she did not know what he considered. Bad luck. She could not tell from his reference whether his wife was better or worse. Is she, ah? What? Oh, how is Amanda? She demanded finally, to solve the mystery. Mandy. Lord. And Mandy was too back. She asked the one runaway with Tom Halleck and left me. I don't know how she is. I never went out of her. I was real like glad to get shed o her. She was too expansive. Datumen want two frocks a year. When these women begin to dress up so much, a man got to look out. De ain't always dressin' fair you. Indeed. But Mrs. Merriweather's irony was lost on Jabez. Yes, M. Dat she did. This one's name was Sire. He folded his hands and waited, the picture of repose and contentment. Oh, yes. So true. I'd forgotten that Mandy left you. But I thought the new one was named Susan, observed Mrs. Merriweather. No, M, not the news one. Susan, I had her last Christmas, but she wouldn't stay with me. She was allies running off to town. And you know a man don want a omen on wheels. Yef de Lord had intended a omen to have wheels, he de a GINM to her, would and he? Well, I suppose he would, assented Mrs. Merriweather. And this one is Sarah? Well, how is? Yes, M, this one was Sire. We just caught the past tense. You get them so quickly, you see, you can't expect one to remember them, said Mrs. Merriweather frigidly. She meant to impress Jabez, but Jabez remained serene. Yes, M, dad as so, said he, cheerfully. I can hardly remember M myself. No, I suppose not. His mistress grew severe. Well, how as Sarah? Well, M, M, I couldn't exactly say, Sire, she has done left me, yes, M. 
he looked so cheerful that his mistress said with asperity, Left you. She has run off, too. You must have treated her badly? No, M, I did N. I never had a wife I treated better. I let her had all she could eat, and when she was sick. I heard she was sick. I heard you sent for the doctor. Yes, M, dad I did, dad s what I was gwine to tell you. I had a doctor to see her twice. I had two separate and indifferent physicians, fuss doctor overall and den Moss Douglas. I could end do no M O N dat now, could I? Well, I don't know, observed Mrs. Merriweather. My son told me a week ago that she was sick. Did she get well? The old man shook his head solemnly. No, M, but she went mighty easy. Moss Douglas eased her off. He is the best doctor I ever see to let M die easy. Mingled with her horror at his cold-blooded recital, a smile flickered about Mrs. Merriweather's mouth at this shot at her son, the doctor, but the old man looked absolutely innocent. Why did N.T.U. send for the doctor again? She demanded. Well, M.M., I gin her two chances. I think that was enough. I was right fond o' Sire, but I declare I'd rather lost Sire than to broke. You would, Mrs. Merriweather sat up and began to bristle. Well, at least you have the expense of her funeral, and I'm glad of it, she asserted with severity. Dad s what I come over to see you bout. I'm gwine to give Sire a fine funeral. I want you to let your cook cook me a cakin, one or two more little things. Very well, said Mrs. Merriweather, relenting somewhat. I will tell her to do so. I will tell her to make you a good cake. When do you want it? Thank you, M.M. Yes, M.M. If you LLGI me a right good-sized cake, and a loaf or two of flour bread, and a ham, I'll be very much obliged to you. I hear she is a mighty good cook. She is, said Mrs. Merriweather. The best I've had in a long time. She had not caught the tone of interrogation in his voice, nor seen the shrewd look in his face, as I had done. Jabez appeared well satisfied. I'm mighty glad to hear you give her sec a good character. I heard you de do it. I don't know her very well. Mrs. Merriweather looked up quickly enough to catch his glance this time. Jabez, I know nothing about her character. She began coldly. I know she has a vile temper. But she is an excellent cook, and so long as she is not impudent to me, that is all I want to know. Jabez bowed approvingly. Yes, M, Dadess right. Dadess all I want to know. I don't care nothing bout de temper, adder I get M, I can manage M. I just want to know bout de char actor, Dadess all. I didn't know her so well, and I thought I'd de ax you. I told her if you de give her a good char actor, she might suit me. But I de wait fair de cake and de ham. His mistress rose to her feet. Jabez, do you mean that you have spoken to that woman already? Well, yes, M, but not to say speak to her. I just kind o' mentioned it to her as I de inquire as to her char actor. And your wife has been gone. How long? Two days. Well, Mrs., she has gone fair good, ain't she? Demanded Jabez. She can't be no M.O. gone. You are a wicked, hardened old sinner, declared the old lady, vehemently. Nor I ain't, mistis, I clar I ain't, protested Jabez, with unruffled front. You treat your wives dreadfully. Nor I don't, mistis. 
you ax em if I does. If I did, de would en be so many of em anxious to get me. Now would de? I can start in and be to one o dees young blood's arrow in here, now. He spoke with pride. I believe that is so, and I cannot understand it. And before one of them is in her grave you are courting another. It is horrid, an old, Methuselah like you. She paused to take breath, and Jabez availed himself of the pause. Dat es de reason I got to do things in a kind o' hurry, I I no Methuselah. I got no time to wait. Jabez, said Mrs. Merriweather seriously, tell me how you managed to fool all these women. The old man pondered for a moment. Well, I declare, Mrs. I hardly knows how. D wants to be fooled. I think it is because D wants to see what there is marry me fair, and what D done left me. Woman is mighty curry some folk. I have often wondered since if this was really the reason.